Hey there, Richard here. I hope this podcast finds you well today. Uh, an important topic is monetization. I want to dive into that a little bit today. Uh, all about how you can structure your business to maximize the level of financial reward, you know, income you can gain from it, as well as provide the most value to the consumers, to your prospects, to your to your team members. So this is a really important topic because obviously, if you're building a business just as a hobby, as a bit of fun, hey, no big deal. But if any or at all of your goals, think of them right now. What are you striving towards? What are you? What will you do when you know you've made it? Whatever making it is for you. If any of that involves at all extra income in the sense of a better house, a better car, travel, freedom, you know, charitable stuff, whatever it may be, if it involves money, monetization is something your ears should prick up towards and you should pay really close attention to, particularly this podcast, because I'll give you some stuff that you can take action on right away. I'll give you a few pointers, but this is taken from a live session that I did last night. Um, we did a whole sort of 80 minute training on this. And in fact, tell you what I'll do. I'll leave you the link to the full training session uh, in the description. So this will whet your appetite, give you some things to get on with. And then perhaps when you have a little bit more time, or even if that's now, go to the description. You can see that full unedited training. It's usually part of a paid program, but this is such an overlooked and important topic. Um, I'll allow you to get access to this for free without having to like opt in or pay for anything at all. So that's my gift to you. In fact, just talk about that live session. I do one a month called the Modern Network Blueprint. And, and this is something that is a teaching point in itself. I'm really glad that I realized that I wasn't that smart early on in my business career. Like I realized that the best way to really start to get to grips with this business model that I just entered of home business was to pay attention to people creating success in it and what they were doing, model my business on theirs. And I started to follow a gentleman called Gary Vaynerchuk. And Gary said, hey, I'm Gary, like we're mates or something. <laughs> Never met the guy, but I wish I had. Gary said, um, you know, my mate Gary, he said you should document what you do, like document like a business diary. Because, you you know, you won't make sense at first, but eventually it will. So I just like, okay, I'll do that. I'll take his advice. Seemed like a waste of time. I'm like, I'm failing so bad. Why do I need to write this stuff down? I know I'm failing. But then I stuck these diaries, kept stuck it, stuck to it, stuck to it, put these diaries in a drawer somewhere. And then about six or seven months ago, I was tidying out my office. I opened the drawer. Bang, there's all those diaries that I'd forgotten about underneath a couple of books that I'd got. I was like, man, this would be really interesting to read. So I did. And with a successful and trained eye now with experience, I was like, man, this is really good reading. This would really help a lot of people going through this. Because whatever stage you're at from, you know, failing hard and wondering whether you should even do this, the first bit of success and how do you keep that going, growing pains, scaling up, you know, having a dip, you've had results and now you're down again, how to bring that back up again and then how to eventually really go on and on and on predictably, you know, it's all there in these diaries. So what I decided to do was to actually take sections of this documentation, these diaries, and share it and say, hey, this is what I did at this point. This is how this worked. This is why this didn't work. And pass this and pay this information paid on to you. So I did this once a month in the Modern Network Blueprint. It's a paid program. It's ridiculously cheap. 
but it gives me an outlet that I'm passionate to be able to share what's actually working for ordinary people starting from scratch, building a business, you know, without special circumstances, without you know money, without a lot of time, without previous success. Um, so it's really cool. And I'll give you that monetization session of that live one uh, in the description. But let me give you something you can take away with right now. I've got a slide up on my screen, one of the slides from about 30 of them from last night. So I want to talk about turning attention into income. Like on social media, we all spin our wheels, right? We all, in various levels, sometimes various consistency, you know, we, we, we try to gain attention and interaction on online. And it's no good doing that if things aren't set up the correct way so that when someone who does want to know more about you or does want to buy from you or join you or reach out to you, if they're not turned on by what they see. Like if it's not, if it doesn't flow, think about how many times you've been thinking about ordering something and you didn't bother simply because the page didn't load quick enough or it was just too difficult to navigate. Think about how many times you've been on the brink of doing something, making a decision and something very minor has just swayed you just to a different, you know, a certain way. And it wasn't major, but you were on the edge. There could be lots of people right now who are on the edge of just wanting to reach out to you or just wanting to join you or buy from you, become a customer, whatever, but you're just not doing these things in monetization the right way. So it's turning, it's not turning them on. Let me give you five of those right now. And like I said, you can dive a heck of a lot deeper uh, structurally and strategically in that full unedited session. So let's talk about first and foremost, a basic one I see people going wrong in. Every single one of your social media platforms, anything you're present on, anything you have a presence on, you should link that social media account to your main distribution channel, whatever is building that. So where is your content? Where, where is the good stuff that you've created? If you are a regular Facebook page poster, every other social media channel, point it towards that page. If it's YouTube, point them towards YouTube. If you have a podcast, point them to that podcast. It's very difficult and there's so much research people can do and so much competition nowadays. It's very hard for you to stand out and build confidence and rapport all on just a lead capture page and expect somebody to buy from you or reach out to you without getting a good feeling, a warm, warm cozy feeling about you first. Like they, they think about this process you go through when you find something on social media. You'll see a post or something that you like the look of. You usually click that person's name, don't you? You click that person's name and you'll take a little look at their about section or their last few posts. And then you'll head to the about section if you haven't already. And then you'll go and click on the link that's in there, expecting that to fill you in on the potential questions you have about them. What are their results? What do they do? Can they help you? So you need to point people towards a resource that will allow them to answer those questions. My recommendation is a website. I'm giving those other social media channels because it's better than nothing. But a website you own. YouTube can be taken away from you. Facebook can be taken away from you. Your website, as long as you don't do something stupid or illegal, you own it. It's a safe place to point your potential new customers or clients towards, right? So that's what the first step. In your about section, make sure it's updated and make sure the link that's there is a relevant link so that they can go see some content on you and answer those questions about who you are, your credentials, you know, what results you've got yourself and for other people. And more importantly, they want to learn a little bit about you and see what you can do for them. 
Now, when you're on social media, if you want to monetize effectively, I would suggest one out of every five of your posts can be a direct call to action to have somebody opt into something, to have them take action on something businessy. The rest of it should be entertainment or education. Something that adds value and the best form of value nowadays on social media is what we call edutainment, where somebody learns something, but they they enjoy and they're entertained at the same time, just like your best teachers did at school, right? You you may be a favorite teacher. Why were they your favorite teacher? Well, they made you feel good about the subject and about your possibilities in this area, as well as teaching you something. I remember one of my favorite teachers used to tell us a story. The first few times I was like, man, when is he going to get to the work? And then at the end, he would bring it all together. I'd be like, wow, he just he taught us in that story. It was entertaining. I was engaged and I learned something that I'll never forget. So think about those kind of posts, four out of five, and then one out of five, it's cool for you to then go and say, hey, listen, you know, we've been talking about this all week. I suggest this resource, go opt in here or go click this link to find out more. One out of five. Any more than that, you run the risk of people saying, oh, this is, this is you know, not a real person. This is just someone that's after making a sale. Any less than that, and you know, you're just going to be posting there for, for no reason whatsoever. There's no guidance to it. We're going to talk about congruence as well, like having a having some preparation and a theme in that in that in the link in the description. You know, in that live session last night, I went through about how you can theme certain posts towards a particular outcome to do this even better. So look out for that slide um, if you want to know more about what to post on social media. Um, number three, weave in proof and credentials throughout your content. And when I say content, it could be a Facebook post, it could be a, a YouTube video, it could be a podcast, it could be a blog post, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you're putting something out there to engage with other people, that is content nowadays. Could even be an Instagram photo, right? I like to I like to suggest to my clients, and I'm suggesting to you right now, weave in proof and your credentials throughout your content and but do it in an attractive way. Here's a great example. Here's something you can take away and use straight away. So like on a podcast, for example. Or a video you could do this on, or even a post. So pretty much everything. So when I, if I was to talk about, say, a particular topic, uh, let's say it was lead generation. I could weave in, without being salesy, the fact that I can help people generate leads. So I could say, you know, the other day, I was having a conversation with a client of mine. You know, I'm going to talk about lead generation with you today. And I was talking with this client about lead generation as well. He'd been in the business for three years, and he really, really had a great system for what to do once he had a team member, but he had no idea how to generate those new clients. Uh, you know, So we put a campaign together. I needed three important answers from the questions that they asked him. But we ended up putting a campaign together where we generated him 141 qualified leads in seven days. He put three grand on his income. So lead generation, once you address it, is very, very important and very powerful. So I want to talk to you about that today. So can you see how even though you know, you didn't feel like I was selling to you, which I wasn't, I wouldn't give you a link or anything, but you now know through that weaving in the proof and the credentials that via me telling that story, that, that which is a true story, by the way, you know, okay, this guy can generate leads. This guy helped a business owner who was a serious business owner, but, but couldn't generate leads and they solved that problem. So I gave you proof. I gave you credentials. You know, you may talk about your background, you know, back when I used to do X, Y, Z, back when I was a teacher, you know, we learn a lot about how to teach in a way that people could really learn. So I, I like to bring that over to this YouTube video. So again, even though you may be new in your business, the fact that you're a teacher and you've dropped that credential in there, 
lets them know, hey, I can still get coached by this person because they have experience in a very similar field. So weave in where you can proven credentials that are relatable to the content that you're delivering. That's very powerful for you to do. When you do it over and over and over again, little by little, it's like building a, it's like building a, a ladder for them to climb up to reach out to you or to join you or to buy from you. And every time you put a bit of proof and credentials in there, it's like another rung in the ladder. You like banging another rung and another rung and they take a step and they take a step until they reach the top, which is your ultimate goal, right? Number four, weave also your story throughout your content. We make the mistake of thinking that everyone that follows us follows everything we do on every platform and is watching every single post. They're not. So more often than not, right, we're like, oh, should I say this again? I don't know if I should. Maybe they're bored of that. Believe me. Like, think about my story. You will know this if you've, if you've listened to even a handful of my podcasts. I lost a gym. I lost a business. I was 50 grand in debt. I'd failed in three different home businesses, 327 presentations in a row. They all told me no. I was doing things the old-fashioned way, meeting, 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 driving around town, getting nowhere, missing out on life. I had three weeks to save my mortgage. I knew I had to do something backwards against the wall. I changed my approach. I updated what I was doing. I made it more statistical, more modern, more predictable. And in doing that, it allowed me to go full-time in five months. It allowed me to to build up to a five-figure per month, high five-figure per month business now um, and travel around the world and all the rest of it. I did it for my daughter. I did it for myself. I did it for the people I was going to inspire to do the same. So I drop various elements, sometimes the entirety of that story, into virtually everything that I do. I just did it again there. But, you know, you, you listen to any of my podcasts and you'll often hear me say, you know, back when I'd just given 327 presentations in a row and they'd all told me, no, I did this. You know, back when I was 50 grand in debt and I had three weeks to save my mortgage, I realized that the time for messing around and procrastination had passed. I had to get serious and this is what I did. So I, I drop in my story. Why? Because people need to relate to you. It's all fine and dandy, you building success. But the number one question they ask is, yeah, but will it work for me? So when you drop in there various things about your story, and this isn't something you make up, I just mean you frame it as a story. Everything I just said was true and you should tell the truth as well. People have more and more things to relate to you about. Can you see that? Think about the people you follow. Think about me, you listening to this podcast. Something about what I do is relatable to you or your life. Whether you're in a home business industry, the same industry that I'm in. Whether you are someone who's a father, you know, you're a parent. So your motivation is your child. Maybe you have a business background and you lost a business and you want to get that back or you built a successful one and you want to have free time. Like maybe you're interested in taking your business and using the internet. Could be just you like Brazilian jiu-jitsu like I do or you're from the UK. Like drop in, I drop in loads and loads and loads of stuff um, to make it relatable. And, and I'm, chances are maybe, you know, I have a lot of American, the number one country that, hey USA, the number one followers of my podcast are from America. I reckon that's an easy win for me because of my accent. <laughs> like whenever I go to the States, like everyone finds me, my interest level as a person is like 500% inflated. Like a lot of people are like, I really like your accent. It's like what I said was probably utter rubbish, but they don't know. They're like, I really like the guy's accent. I think I'll listen to him. So hey to the USA. Uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for listening in. But, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, people are going to follow you and, and relate to you. And that's going to bring trust. And that's going to have them say in their own brain, you know what? If this guy or girl can do it and I see a similarity there, then that means that what they're doing can work for me too. 
And that's the point where they're going to reach out to you. That's the point they're going to feel comfortable to ask for information or, you know, jump on your team. I want, I want to, you know, work with you in some way, shape or form or buy from you. So weave your story at every opportunity throughout your content. And then the final point I want to make right now is your lowest resistance offer should be front and center. Like everywhere you go, every, everywhere I go researching you, I should very quickly find the, the one thing that your audience wants solving and, and your free offer that solves it for them. Now, there's three different ways I would structure this. I haven't got time to go through this now, but on, on that description, in the description area of this podcast, on that live session, I actually give you three very specific funnels that you should use to structure a low resistance offer. Like this is the front page, this is the next page, this is the next page, this is how you should do it. Like the the amount you should charge for a one-time offer, what type of offer you should use. I go through three different funnels that work and convert really, really well. So whether you're building a network marketing business, whether you're selling a physical product, whether you're selling information or coaching services or you know whatever it may be, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a structure that you can follow to maximize the chances of success with that. And I go through those. I don't have time to do that right now. We're already at like 16 minutes right now. But whatever you do, your lowest resistance offer should be front and center. What do I mean by that? Let, let me let me just give you an example. We'll finish on this. Let's say, for example, you go diving in with a very high priced offer. You just go straight in. Anyone that shows interest, anyone that reach out reaches out to you. Let's say it's let's say it's consultancy or high end coaching, and you go straight for like a five grand investment, right? Now, say a hundred people have reached out to you and you you went to all a hundred with that five grand offer. The actual amount of people that will want to book an appointment to learn about that will be very low because the trust isn't there. The value isn't there. The credentials aren't there. And to ask for five grand straight away for 99% of people, they're going to be like, hmm, hang on a minute. How do I know I'll get my money's worth? Whereas if you brought them in through a low resistance offer, something free, what that offer will do will blow their socks off. So you could give them a free training or a free PDF or audio related to what that five grand offer is. So you could give them snippets of what you cover in your consultancy so they can you can showcase your skills. It's like the trailer of a movie. This low resistance offer is like the trailer of a movie. The best bits, the bits that are going to get you to want to see the whole thing, that's what your free offer is. It gives them real help. Like a trailer gives people real excitement. Like a movie you're looking forward to, you're like really in the mood for it when you've seen a trailer. They get value from that. So they're going to go, wow, this guy or this girl really knows their stuff. I really like them. I learned about their story so I can relate to them. I see their proof. I see their credentials. And I genuinely learned something useful. So if they can do all of that for free, I wonder what would happen if I paid them something. I bet that would be really substantial. So now you're in a situation where... You've got a whole bunch of people who've given you their email to for this low resistance offer. So you're building a list, which you wouldn't do with the five grand offer straight away. And now you probably have 10 or 20 people out of that 100 who will book an appointment and one or two of those will take you up on it. Statistically, that's usually the case if you're doing things even adequately. So you're going from no list, no one buying to you know, 100 people on an email list and or maybe maybe like 60, 70 of them on email list and 10 or 20 of them booking an appointment with you to find out more and one or two of them paying you five grand, you're 10 grand up. 
just for taking this extra step that pre-qualifies you and it's a lot less resistance. It's an easier way in for them. It's like saying to somebody, listen, if you want to swim with me, you've got to go up to that 10 meter diving board and dive in head first. Or why don't you try and just step in from the side, have a little swim. And if you like it, then we'll go up to the diving board together. You're going to get more people follow you the second way, you know, for sure. Right. So I hope you gain something from this podcast a little bit longer than usual. But I hope you really got something about monetization, about how it isn't all just perhaps what you thought it was, but there are some definite strategic things you can do to really align your business with one that will reward you financially and maximize that. These are just five points off of one slide. Um, I've got another 60 minutes worth of this content in a lot of detail. Let me see. I've got I've got my slides up here. What do, what do we cover? I cover turning attention into uh, what I just covered, optimum setup for maximum value and earnings, the three funnels, structuring for security, um, common monetization mistakes, practical application that you can do in your business. Um, I've got all sorts of stuff, all sorts of stuff in that training. You can have it for free. Don't even need to opt in. It's, uh, It's there in the description ready and waiting for you. So I'll catch you really soon. Go create a day in a life that counts. Always have more desires and excuses. Let me know if you enjoyed this podcast, if you got something from it. I hope that you did. And I'll catch up with you really soon. Bye for now.